I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Wednesday, February 1st. Wow, January went by fast, didn't it? And we are going to be digging into the NFL. You know, Julie Green's prophetic word talked about the NFL, MBL, and uh, the NBA will all be exposed for uh, the cabal's control and rigging it. And now we have NFL players and a lot of fans talking about the NFL being rigged and with what a player, really a famous player, talking about how he had a script. So we'll be digging into that. We'll also be getting into a bunch of other news and getting into Jerry of Gideon's Army. He's going to be coming on here live. Um, that is going to be fun. He is a good friend of 107. He's on a fire believer. I think you'll really enjoy that interview to get to know Jerry and uh, his ministry called Gideon's Army um, about praying, etc. It's, it's awesome to see that. So so awesome to see we got, uh, we're live and running up. It looks like on both Rumble Rants as well as uh, Facebook. We're also on Cloud Hub and my platform, the neighborhood.social. The ministry's platform, neighborhood.social. It's where you can have a Facebook replacement to be able to talk without massive um, progressive censorship. All right, let's get into this right now. We have the NFL Right here is a, a whole article. It says NFL rigged is trending on Twitter following the AFC Championship game. And you'll just see, is, is the NFL rigged? Fans on Twitter certainly think so. Chiefs just beat the Bengals 23-20 to in the AFC Championship game. Officiating was questionable at best. However, fans are convinced there's more to the story. The NFL would mostly believe the league wanted Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to play in the Super Bowl over Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Sports fans plus Twitter, Jimmy Toronto wrote, and you'll see they get into this uh, pretty heavily. NFL rigged, and it's, it was number eight, 12,400 tweets. The NFL isn't rigged. However, fans have some concrete evidence that officials missed plenty of pivotal calls on Sunday. Huge block in the back missed by the NFL refs, bottom of the screen at the 
45. Insane, Chris wrote. And you'll see this. I'm not going to play it. But, uh, guys, this is the, what we're going to find out is that this has been rigged for years and years and years. All to put pocket, you know, based on betting. Sports betting is really what's going on there. And they'll, they'll trend things and get things to see where people are betting and then move and take many of the public people's uh, money away as well as just basically rig it for these globalists to make money like with everything else. Here is the big news, though, is former NFL player Arian Foster. Arian Foster was a star running back, uh, admits NFL is literally rigged, and he would actually get scripts. So here's a little bit of this 51-minute uh, discussion of this with, with uh, Arian Foster. Looks like it's going to make me refresh here real quick. And this is on Twitter. You'll find it. And you can find it formal NFL. You also get it on my show notes, obviously. About how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah. Day one of training camp that would get yeah, dropped yeah, off at his locker. Mm -hmm. And you would have to, you know, it was like week one, you'll do this. Week two, you're going to have a hamstring injury. Week three, this is going to happen. Yeah. Week four, you're going to get three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And so then you just have to, did you memorize those before the season started? Or would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like... Um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like, this is what goes on, and this is what we have to do mm -hmm. in order to, yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah, and they love the Colts, yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF, so it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So literally, so a script where he's, you know, that what they believe, what they are going to do, how it's just pretty crazy. And so I think that is um, something that's going to come out in the open, according to the prophetic word of Julie Green. So you can, these are prophecies unfolding. A lot of this stuff you can find on the Telegram channel, Prophecies Fulfilled, that I point to you all the time. It is really encouraging to go see how many of these detailed words that uh, Julie Green has put out are coming true. Today, we're going to go over Amanda, Amanda Grace prophecy from three or four days ago that just got posted to the blog. So we'll be uh, digging into that a little bit as well. Update 16 Michigan State Legislature signed letter demanding answers from Pfizer regarding the viral directed evolution video. Pfizer must hold itself accountable to restore trust and integrity of the company and its employees. So the cover-up's credible. There's an Epic Times article that uh, it was this phenomenal uh, that shows how Pfizer went in overdrive to cover this up. They erased everything about the person that was caught on off the internet almost completely. They, they All the mainstream media, YouTube pulled off the videos. They did everything. Uh, again, that was a Project Veritas video where the director of research literally said that they did directed evolution. They basically did gain of function and would create variants where they already had um, vaccines ready to go. It's a business model to make money. Uh, pretty crazy things. Um, good news here. Sydney Powell is back on Twitter. So uh, come and retweet her stuff and get her going back again. 751,000 followers. Um, huge impact here. And so it'll be interesting to see in her last pin tweet was December 2020. But eight hours ago, you see, boom, I'm back. Freedom of speech is crucial to our survival as the beacon of freedom in the world. I and a great team have been working hard in my absence from Twitter. Sign up for our newsletter at here. So 
Um, again, this is Sydney Powell. There's been prophetic words about her um, holding on and being able to come out with some bombshells. So now that she'll have a huge audience, obviously, to get that word out on Twitter. So that's going to be real interesting to see. Uh, ABC News producer arrested for transportation of child pornography. And it just shows you all these people in this um, satanic cabal are, are um, a, a big majority of them, I believe, are pedophiles. And it all has to do all the way back to the history of Moloch and Baal. If you go read the Bible and study uh, what, what's, what went on there, it's just really gross and ugly. But this is how they have infiltrated us through all the secret societies, through all the satanic and, and the Luciferian uh, um, religions, if you will. And, and these, these, these secret societies just infiltrated all parts of our society. It took them a couple hundred years because of the great constitution that we have. But what is incredible about this is that God is now working with many, many people within the world to infiltrate the infiltrators. We've infiltrated them right back. I believe all with military tribunals. Q says no deals. They don't think there's deals being made when there's deals being made right and left as we put people right back into these secret societies with cameras and hidden cameras and, and audio recordings. And we're going to start. We're going to be able these next couple of years to be able to bask in seeing this evil go down. Especially if we as a remnant take our authority in Christ seriously and team together, pray like we should with the authority of Christ, we're going to see amazing things and we're going to see the glory of God upon us, the remnant. So this is the time to enjoy this time, not dread it. Stay in faith, not fear. As, as uh, this ugly stuff gets, gets exposed, but we get to see it also eliminated um, once and for all. It's going to be exciting times as we take possession back of the nations. Here's the Fed, which is obviously the, it's, it's, not, it's not federal, it's not, uh, it, 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 it's not a reserve. It's a bunch of international bankers that control the economy, right? They raise the rates in a quarter of a point. Again, uh, this is all designed to create inflations and then, then use the rates to be as, as a excuse to reduce the inflation, which there's no way they printed so much money, it's not going to even dent it. But it shows that what you can invest in, like real estate becomes much less attractive when there's high interest rates, right? Bonds are much less attractive because highest rates. When you have all experts as well as profits saying that the stock market is going to crash, it's time to really think about your investment strategy. And that's and that and that's guys why I, I um, almost every video and every week I bring on the, the doc the double doctor Chris uh, Kirk Elliott to be, make sure you guys are really thinking about how you can become uh, not only smart about um, protecting your investments that you do have any any wealth you do have but also potentially um, participate in the wealth transfer and that's where Kirk Elliott will give you a specific. Um, individual consultation, right? It's absolutely free. So just give him a call or, or, or go to the link down below in this video. It's kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T. And that is a little page he pulled together for me. It tells my story a little bit. You can fill out a form here, but it's easier just to probably give him a ring and tell him Rick B2T sent you. It's 720-605-3900. Again, a great sponsor of this show as well as just a beautiful Christian Patriot. You've seen him on, I'm sure, sure you've seen him on the show where he um, is an, he's at the Reawaken tour with him. I've met him personally many times. He's, he's, uh, he's done a, a ton of 
restructuring of the way I'm handling this crisis. So you can do 720-605-3900. You'll like Kirk Elliott to get you out of harm's way. Here's uh, Carrie Lake. Now they're trying to sue her, basically, because she's showing uh, uh, fraud. Now they're trying to figure out any way they can sue her, right? And right now, they're, Carrie, uh, um, that, that they, they have um, lawmakers basically saying, oh, she, po she put a, 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 uh, something on Twitter that is, shouldn't, shouldn't be there, right? It's, it, it, it's uh, breaking the law. And so uh, here's Carrie Lake's attorney, Tim Lasoda, on Adrian Fonte's investigation request. Another attempt to weaponize the judicial system. Just like they said, we're going to arrest you if you don't, if you don't certify this fraudulent election. Now, now they're trying to sue Katie. Um, Arizona's Secretary of State, Adrian Fontes, sent a letter to Attorney General Chris Mayes Monday requesting to invest, investigate the Republican Carrie Lake for allegedly violating state law by sharing images of voter signatures on social media. And basically those, those were showing that there was no verification of the signature. That's the point. And so it doesn't matter if you show, you know, oh, it's illegal to show there was a crime committed, right? So we're going to arrest you, the innocent person that's trying to show people that there was criminality. That's how, that's how the, the weaponization of this is, really happens. Tim Lasota, one of the Lake's attorneys, accused Fontes of selectively quoting the law to defame Lake. This is becoming all too common in politics. Another attempt to weaponize the judicial system with a phony allegation against a Republican. Adrian Fontes selectively quotes the statute in an attempt to distort the law and smear Carrie Lake in the process. Chris Mayes should immediately say that she will have no part in this shameful, disgusting effort. Lasota said in a statement mailed to the Arizona Sun-Times. So uh, Carrie Lake is fighting and there's more and more evidence coming out all the time about the bad signatures, over, over 200,000 of them, over 300,000 with lack of custody. This was, this was a wipeout. Carrie probably won this by 80% if you really look at it, maybe 70%. Um, but the, the, they, the, all these fraudulent ballots came in in droves. They were scared to death of her, just like they were of Trump. They had to get Trump and Carrie Lake out of their way, and they were going to do it in broad daylight with 19-inch images put on the 20-inch ballots that were working perfectly when they had them printed correctly, but they obviously printed the 19-inch ballots on the 20 that, that would be rejected by all of them in the in the almost if you look at a heat map, almost all Republican counties. Extremely obvious way to suppress everybody that was voting on the day of to get rid of some of the election fraud. And uh, so they decided to just do it in broad deadlight, broad daylight. Um, we have Jerry Folly uh, of the Gideon's Army coming on here just shortly. And then next week we have Brian Artist gives us more updates on new evidence he's finding all the time. He's a massively awesome researcher on, and, and really I believe is going to be a big, big reason why the FDA this whole fraudulent medical cartel falls. It's going to be exciting to talk to Brian. We've got country music star and, and um, movie creator and prophet Mary Crowley coming on, Kurt Grimes coming on um, as well as uh, Amanda Grace and Donna Clement. How cool is that going to be? And Annie Kate, these are all on fire Christians who are part of the remnant. Uh, I think you'll be excited as we get into that. Now, Amanda Grace had around three or four days ago an urgent and sobering word from the Lord, basically warning political leaders. So I'm going to get into this a little bit before Jerry comes on. We'll get as much through as much 
of it if we can. It's a relatively long prophetic word that came on January 27th. And we also read good portions last night on not the dream of the pig, but another prophetic word that came on January 7th, I believe it was. And she's done a lot of updates here in the last couple of days. So this is interesting. There's a January 11th one that I haven't even talked about yet. So but anyway, I want to go over this 27th one as a, because it really warns leaders, right? And so it, 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 this is to me exactly what's happening. God is such is so sh uh, slow to anger. It's just, wow, his patience is way more than I think any of us would ever have <laughs> after we see all this evil. You know, we as humans would just say, wipe them out, right? We'd all, we probably, you know, it'd be like a Noah thing. We we'd just all, we'd be wiped out over and over and over again if we were God. But God is so patient and long suffering. He still is giving them a chance to repent. So I believe there's still, um, uh, still room for us to still pray for some of these evil people that they will repent and move back to the Lord because that's what the Lord's given them time for. And he, 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 he warns these leaders and it starts out, Oh, you leaders, hear the word of the Lord this day. If you choose of your will to abuse your power for purposes that are in direct opposition to the seat in which you sit, you shall in this season fall, be disgraced, be shamed, be laid bare before the people that you become a byword and a heifer. For if you choose to act like rebellious bulls, then you shall have a heavy hand of correction brought down on you. Wow, right there. That is <laughs> a warning to all these leaders that many who don't even believe God exists. Uh, they're going to know pretty soon that he does. Hear the word of the Lord this day. Your aspirations for other seats shall become a curse to you for your harvest. So shall come and tear shall and Sarah and choke you. For you are being weighed by the Lord in this hour. All your corrupt deeds, including the inner rooms of the church, where abominations have been committed, blasphemies on the house floor, on the floors of parliaments. As you say, there is no God. As you say, I shall exalt myself, for I do not answer to God. God does not see. So shall the heavy hand of the Lord strike you and the ground in which you so walk and shall shake your paper houses and you have so built. It shall shake the grip of your fingers off your seats and positions. Woo, the Lord is going to be changing governments as a whole and individual leaders if they do not turn to him. He is, justice is coming. This is the lion of Judah, in my opinion, coming in in a heavy way. We pray for that almost every night as we blow our shofars and really make sure that people understand that the Lord God's vengeance is coming with the, uh, right now and that that long-suffering patience is running out. Russia and Ukraine, the dogs of war have been unleashed as each shall so turn and not one but two new leaders, new leaders shall arise. And as a dog so pursued the body of Jezebel, thus says the Lord, the dogs of war, the dogs of destruction have been released upon you, O leaders. You have made deals in the dark to obtain your seat, including selling the people for silver and stocks and new oil that shall arise. This is... Uh, first time I've seen a prophetic word really talk about what the cabal does. They literally sell us as stock, right? You've probably heard that we're not, a, that, that we're a corporation now in the United States and each of us have a social security number and that's a, that can be a piece of stock. They literally trade us and sell us. And uh, that's why it talks about selling people for silver and stocks and new oil. 
Uh, it is interesting that it's talking about new oil. Uh, that's going to be interesting to, to see how that all works. But this is a huge warning to leaders across the world, not just the United States. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, the people cry out. Some cry out for a king. Thus says the Lord, the leaders who, com who compromise and make deals to retrieve seats shall not complete the race set before them. You shall not compromise, says the Lord. You shall not. This is a big warning. I believe when it talks about complete the race set before them, that's talking, you know, like Romans 12 and, and, and other, other biblical verses about we have a race that's marked out for us, right? And that we, we better live up to that. And it, so it's a spiritual thing about actually getting to heaven or not, right? So if you're not going to finish that, that don't compromise leaders. This is a huge warning from the Lord. You shall not fight and pander for what I find detestable. For those demons of darkness who serve rulers, the pans are waiting in the wings to dance at your destruction. Do not take the path man has laid before you, for it shall ensnare you, and you shall come to an impasse. For I, the Lord, shall set a path and it is your decision, O leaders, which you chose to take. For death crouches at the door of one and life and favor, so lines the path of the other. This is the decision point, guys. This long-suffering patience is over. It's completely over. The selected versus elected, if you're purposely participating in these fake elections and doing things for your seat, that judgment is falling down on this completely. The whole Dominion, Smartmatic, uh, Sequoia, the whole system of selection and election, all 54 countries where those demonic machines are, are going to come crashing down. And anybody that's participated in that better turn to the Lord now. I believe that's the summary of what this says. And the Spirit of the Lord says this day, They shall come with chains and fetters to bind you. And if you humbly come to me, I shall break their chains of iron. Their charges shall befall them, for they have been doing even worse in the dark behind the door of the inner chamber. God has power over these people that think they have control over everything. They don't have control over anything. The Lord God Almighty does. They just are allowed to, in their deception for a period of time. But now is a different time. For such a time as this, the line of Judah is here. They have met. Four leaders have met. From such committees, and in this meeting they have discussed a leader swap, a leader swap, with each one at the table playing a role. Thus says the Lord, they have discussed shutting down the grids and markets in key parts of the country. I think it's talking about the United States now, literally shutting down grids and markets, to scare the people and herd them like cattle into their plans. The paper that outlines your points and plans shall be revealed, says the Lord. It shall be by one who has had a yoke of conviction come upon the Lord. So the Holy Spirit is convicting some of these people. They're going to turn. They're going to release these plans. That is going to be really amazing. This is very consistent with Julie Green's prophetic words about uh, blueprints being released, right? It shall surprise you, says the Lord. It shall. And in your meetings, you have discussed sorcery and withholding certain medications and creating shortages to bring forth a false crisis so you can deceitfully come in the one you have anointed oh you who met in the inner chamber and looks to be a hero your plan shall fail says the lord they shall crack they shall falter and bring forth inconsistencies as one deep in the fda shall overturn such by their change of heart
I believe this could be talking about a, multiple things, but that, that they're trying to trump Trump as of what her earlier prophetic word said, right? And they, and they also um, are going to be, this whole medical cartel is going to be taken down too. We're starting to see Pfizer um, be, be exposed and many other things uh, that this uh, medical cartel of lies trying to get everybody to take the clot shot is, is, is going to come out. As says the Lord of hosts, I a well once dry in the season shall suddenly be full. People shall wonder as this occurs, as it shall be a sign that I, the Lord God, am watering the dry areas to bring forth a harvest for my people, and the areas of the corrupt shall have stunted growth as a dry area shall be watered. The desert shall grow vegetation it never has. And for what was left dry. I, the Lord, am calling forth life to come forth from that dry, brittle ground. For the enemy has caused it to become a desert place where little grows. And I think this might be talking about the church. Um, I think this is, probably has double meanings. Literally, some people think that there literally is going to be desert areas in the United States and other around the world that literally spring up water, right? That might be the case. But I think this is really talking about where the cabal's gun infiltrated our churches, it's completely dry from a perspective of being able to, to grow fruit, if you will, and to really, really be able to expand. And now, I think what she's talking about is that the Lord is going to actually revive many of these churches as they realize, yes, there are miracles, yes, there are prophecies, yes, I don't, I, I don't want to be a 501c3 not talking about politics. I'm fighting in this battle. So many of our churches, I believe, are going to awake. However, this shall spring forth life, and what once grew shall grow forth and spread its branches. So what once grew, obviously some of these churches really, really did a great job early on until they fell into the cabal system of not talking about politics and te teaching cessation and watering down um, their, 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 their teachings. And the areas where wickedness flourish shall begin to dry up. The well waters shall dry up, their rhetoric shall dry up and become grainy sand to the people. And this is, and then that, and that's interesting too, because they're um, obviously wickedness on these big, huge cities you know, that basically are controlling everything now. I think that's this is judgment on those cities and areas. The Jews have forsaken the God of their fathers, shall become as fools, and their lifeless words shall become bound along with their mouths. Obviously, in the United States, most Jewish people became Democrats and forsake God completely, right? Because Democrats took their God out of their platform. And they want infant side, uh, uh, etc. Right. But also this could be talking directly about uh, leaders and uh, what, you know, many, many people call Zionists. I think it might be referring to that as well for these, these Jewish leaders that are trying to control the news, etc. like Mossad, etc. etc. For in this season, I am dealing with those who have forsaken my word and pursued darkness for power. For some, I, the Lord am wrestling with who were once a part of their order but now are filling the yoke of conviction and burden, and they shall have a change of heart and shall no longer build the beast, but stand against it, says the Lord. That's exciting, guys, right there. That means key people that have been very evil may have a conviction and turn their heart. Thus says the Lord, what goes into the skin shall come out of the pores. Oozing sores shall break shall break out and as silence breaks between those high upon the pyramid of what you call drugs. Their pact they made shall be broken and one at the top shall turn after their own 
suffers at the hand of the ruthless experiments. So there are, this, again, to me, is Amanda Grace is being told about the fall of the medical cartel, right? Where, where, because it's talking about the pyramid of what you call drugs. That's a pharmaceutical, big pharma uh, beast, right? And that somebody's going to, because one of their loved ones got caught in the false narrative and probably dies, that that's going to convict them and they're going to turn and and uh, because they're mad at these ruthless experiments and that truth is going to come out against the FDA. I see Jerry Foley's in, so we're going to move over to him as soon as he's got his audio working. He can give me a thumbs up. <laughs> so, and says the Spirit of the Lord this day, I am God, there is no other. I am the God who called Abraham, who called Samuel, who called Jeremiah, who called John, who called Matthew, who called Luke, who called Mark, who called Deborah, who called Nathan, who called Hezekiah, who called them to be light and a strong tower in me in the days where pagans ruled. And I am calling again, say, says the Lord, behold, I stand at the door and knock if any man answers. I, the Lord, shall come in and sup with him. Woo! <laughs> uh, wow, I know we got Jerry scheduled in one minute. I'm just going to read one more paragraph and then we'll move over to Jerry. Many of you have continued in your own captivity of your own thinking. This is the season laid before you to come out from that captivity, to grab hold of deliverance set before you, for this is a profound season for such to release the captives if they chose so choose to be released instead of staying bound in their cell. For I, the Lord, am giving open doors. You must walk through it and out of your cell, for the enemy has bound you many years. And I, the Lord, your deliverer, have come to free you and redirect your life to merge you into the call that is upon you. An open door, says the Lord. And I believe since this is mostly talking about the leaders, God's giving all these corrupt leaders one more chance before the line of Judah comes in and it closes. And it talks more later about the doors in different parts of the country, etc. So we'll get into some of that maybe at a later time. You can find all this in my show notes. Just sign up at blessedteach.com. Everything I've shown you, you will get a copy of. You can also find that, um, obviously, the video at Ark of Grace Ministries. Uh, but with that, we are going to bring in Jerry Foley and that on-fire believer in Gideon's army. Um, good friend of 107. Uh, met him here uh, live for the first time in the Dallas event. It, just, it was awesome to meet Jerry. Jerry, how are you doing? Rick, I'm doing great, and it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. What a privilege it is to be here with all of you. And, uh, you know, as uh, as you just said, we met in, uh, in Dallas at Frisco. And, uh, you know, as I said to you and Gus, when I met you both, and a shout out to Gus also, um, that what an incredible opening that you had, Rick, to get that event going. I, I said it was just blessed. I was blessed to be here, there, just to uh, to see the fire that you had for the Lord and representing the Lord like that at a national event was just a thrilling for me to be part of it. So, and thank you for inviting me to be here tonight. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it was an awesome event that um, that that uh, with Juan um, really really giving an incredible speech and so many other great speakers and uh, and Jerry uh, you spoke as well. So talk a little bit about that event and your your experience there. Well, you know, one of the things I think that Juan said um, that really stuck out to me was that um, you know never never um, stop 
being grateful for us all to have our eyes open at this time. You know, the way we see it, Rick, you know, especially on our platform, one of the things that we try to do is we try to um, bring truth to people. So uh, it's not a political platform. We believe President Trump won by a landslide. That's his name's over my head. Um, and because we bring truth. There's many people in the kingdom, Rick, that believe, you know, uh, in God's word, which is beautiful. But, but even with those same very people, they don't see what's going on behind the scenes. You know, like in one, it said to all of us, don't ever stop being grateful that you see. And uh, I just thought Good that point. was just a, a huge nugget that he delivered to all of us at that event. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes, especially, probably many of you folks that are here, and and uh, thank you for uh, being here and a privilege for me to be here. But we've been in this journey now for some of us since 2018. And you take for granted that we see what we see, and most people don't see what most of us see, because we're called conspiracy theorists and all the different things, right? So, uh, and I, I thought the event was tremendous, Rick, and I mean it, I, I don't mean to belabor the point, but you set the tone with that event by your powerful prayer and, mm -hmm. you know, seeking the Lord to bless the event, and I believed he blessed it, and I just sensed a unity in that event that was just special, which I felt when being part of it. And, you know, I think that, because you raised up the Lord was at the center of that event, Rick. And uh, I know you're the one having the show and like that, but I think that was powerful. And listening to all the speakers and uh, the uh, there was a lot of heart there. And I just felt the presence of God there while I was there. And it was a privilege to be there. Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. So, you know, my prayer life changed quite a bit when I really realized that we have the authority in Christ, right? And that's kind of what that prayer was all about, was just making sure that we called down and remove spirits and bring down the, the the Holy Spirit fire on the event, right? And it's just amazing what the Lord will do through people that just realize what that authority is, and that's what we train in this ministry. And I, I know you have an awesome ministry too. But hey, I wanted to before we get into that because I really want to dig into your ministry. Let's backtrack a little bit to Jerry's life and maybe some of your major moments where you went, aha, wow, we have a, a cabal of people trying to kill us. <laughs> uh, so, you know, what I call the red pill moments. Would you kind of go back a little bit and talk a little bit about your yeah. upbringing and how, what kind of really woke you up to this? Well, spiritually, I've been, you know, I've been blessed to be in the kingdom for almost 30 years. So, um, you know, in my life, personally, I, I um you know, I was blessed to be, a, I was a college grad, then I was an entrepreneur, I owned restaurants. And um, even with all the blessings that I had, there was something missing inside. I had a beautiful wife, beautiful family. I had uh, business, you know, a lot of the goals and dreams I achieved at 27 years old, but I was empty inside. And one day I had a guy that I respected and loved and told me that I was dead inside. Now, <laughs> I had Jesus in my head, but not in my heart, but I didn't realize that. I, got brought, I was brought up in a religion so God lived in my head, but not in my heart. So, you know, Christ went from 18 inches to my head to my heart almost 30 years ago. So that the journey begins. And uh, but it wasn't until uh, 2018 that I began to wake up. And the first things I was introduced to Phil McConnell and Juan was on Phil McConnell back then. And, you know, people like Jennifer Mack and Kellyanne from Hub News that was, you know, believers like that. 
and I started following them back then and just amazed at the things I was hearing and like that. So, uh, and you know, I, I said to somebody today that's been around a long time, or, or five years, let's say, and I said, don't you remember that Ron, you know, kind of came alive on Phil McConnell's show and, and the person said, I didn't even, I don't even know who Phil McConnell is. And I just took for granted that people did because that's where I saw it or that's where my eyes were opened, Rick, at that time. And, and then slowly being brought through the process and amazed that mainstream media was corrupt, you know, because we grew up, right? How do we grow up? If it wasn't on the news, it wasn't true. Right. That's what was put into all of our heads. And then to realize that the mainstream media is corrupt. And when President Trump in 16 talked about fake news, he really meant fake news. Like right. I meant, I thought, you know, a few lies about him, this and that. And then it's it's all fake. And then six corporations owns 90% of, uh, and then to understand the matrix is real and like that. So, you know, uh, and then coupled with my spiritual life, Rick, I believe that was, you know, in our group, let's say we have a group called Gideon's Army and Gideon's Army was a small army back in the Old Testament. And it started at 32,000. The Lord used 300 people to take 135,000 Midianites down. And that's kind of our story. You know, we're on YouTube and I got taken down five times. You know, the channel's taken down like that. So it was a combination of that. Right. And we have a group of people that love America, that love God, that love people right and go out and we're trying to be servants in the day that we live and and that's kind of our message and that's kind of our ministry and we're seekers of truth truth of about god truth about god's word and truth about the world in which we live so you know getting saved at a you know 30 years ago but i didn't really start seeing this whole thing rick personally until about 2018 so like that so and then after you know i saw what president trump was going through and i was upset about it and the Lord laid on my heart, well, do something about it and tell other people. And the scripture the Lord gave me was the comfort I've given to you, Jerry, give to other people. And on that, I started my first YouTube show, Woo. you know, back about two and a half years ago was my first YouTube show. And then shortly after that, I, me and Juan crossed paths. And then, you know, after that, we started, uh, I was on with Prime Minister and Prime and I started a, uh, a prayer uh, group. And uh, Juan named us Gideon's Army two months of after doing it. And that's kind of how the name came. Juan gave us that name as Gideon's Army. We were a small group of folks that were gathering every day in prayer. So he gave us the name. We've had the name ever since. And the journey's been terrific. And here's the difference. That's awesome. What we try to tell people is let's believe and stand on the word of God and not go up and down with the intel. When's the 10 days of darkness? When is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? God's word tells us 365 times to fear not. God's word commands us not to be anxious. God's word tells us that I will never leave you nor forsake you. God says all things work together for the good. You know, word after word, promise after promise, and we come daily to try to encourage people that way to just stand on the word and the promises of almighty God in the word in this crazy world that we live. And it's blessed to be able to see Rick. It's I'm blessed to be able to see. We use this book kind of as an historical record. I know many of you have seen it. <laughs> yeah. The kid by the side of the road. You know what I call it is I take the kid by the side of the road and I put it with the word of God and I call it the perfect storm. So the kid by the side of the road is like a, 
is an example of the historical record of what's been lied to us. It talks about, if you read The Kid by the Side of the Road, you, you see that the 1871 corporation was started. Right. In 1913, the CIA, FBI, and the Federal Reserve was hoisted upon the American people on Christmas Eve of 1913. From that point on, they've been stealing a third of our money. And the money we thought was going to roads and bridges, but it was going over the pond to those guys. And we didn't even know it. So a third of our money was going elsewhere. And then it talks about the, you know, the Titanic was all a scam. It was a satanic, you know, uh, um, sacrifice in the middle of the ocean, etc. And we just used For that the Federal as Reserve. a historical mm -hmm. example. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, to create the Federal Reserve and kill kill off those that were against the Federal Reserve. Yeah, the Titanic. The Titanic, yeah. correct? They got, yeah. yeah, those guys. Yeah, that that is that is those guys lived in the. Yeah, that is interesting. Let's dig into that book and look at it a little bit. So if I go back, so what was the name of your YouTube channels that were getting taken off originally? Yeah. So well, I mean, the ones when I just did, I would just come on and tape shows myself, and then once we started calling it Gideon's Army. Once we started calling Gideon's Army and that we were a show, a seeker of truth, um, and we preached Jesus, and then we talked about, you know, COVID, we talked about the shot, we talked about all that stuff. We would get suspended for seven days, then you got you get one week, then you got two weeks, then you get 30 days, then they take the channel down. So we had probably 20 suspensions over that time, and then we just start with the new channel. And I used to watch, well, you know, who encouraged me was uh, Scott McKay with this preacher, you know, the Patriot Street Fighter. I mean, One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I'm like, I would be like him and Prime Minister said, don't worry, just start another channel. So we'd start another channel <laughs> and we'd be up and running again. But as you know, every time you start a new channel, you start at zero again. Yeah. Right? So then you're trying to get the word out and like that. So it's been a journey, uh, Rick, you know, but uh, now our home, we're on, we're on, um, I still have a YouTube channel that I use occasionally, but we're on Rumble now, so you know. In Rumble, we got taken down once for Rumble. Honest to goodness, I did wow. a video with one, and it got taken down one time. Uh, but other than that, we've been. Uh, you know, you can talk about the jab, you can talk about whatever you want on Rumble, and uh, you know, so the channel is constantly growing now, like that. So at least the people can find us there. We're there. At, we try to do a show seven days a week at 9:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Rumble. It, Gideon's Army 17 is our Rumble channel. Great. So I wanted to switch over to this other view so we could actually uh, move people into that direction, right? Here is the Gideon's Army website. It's a, a it's E-O-N-S. I, I, I misspelled it behind me like a dummy, but uh, I've, I think I got it on the title, right? G-I-D-E-O-N-S-Army.com. So that is the right, main... and our website. If you can see it, I think it's right there on the flag. Right, the website's right there. It's www.gideons-army.com yeah, is our website. Mm -hmm. And uh, Paul Harris, uh, it's amazing story, Rick, about that. So Paul Harris does all our websites. We do a show every Saturday together, myself and him, and myself and Paul. When I got saved, he was a mentor in my church. Uh, like a, he was an elder in our church uh, and his wife was on the platform singing Cheryl amazing and so they were like mentors to me okay back uh, 30 years ago when I first got saved they ended up moving 
in 2000, they ended up moving to Georgia. Well, they went Ohio, then ended up in Georgia. They've been in Georgia 17 years. And Paul found me about a year, uh, almost two years ago online. And he, you know, and he's joined me ever since. So here is my mentor, right? And when I first got saved, we're kind of partners in this together. He does, he made that beautiful logo. He, that's what he does for a living. Gotcha. He's, a, he's an, a graphic designer. He did that logo himself. Look at that. I mean, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. He's got the Gideon's army. He's got the sword. He, I mean, I think it's, he did a terrific job. He's, you know, we've blown the trumpets. I don't know if I told you that, but we've blown the trumpets. Uh, we blew the trumpet on March 4th last year, 2022. We had 129 people gather online and we blew the trumpets according to Numbers 10-9. Because Numbers 10-9 says, if, there's an, if, there, if you're at war in your land against the enemy, sound the alarm by the blowing of the trumpets and you shall be heard by the Lord. He will hear you and you will be delivered by your enemies. So we had 129 people back on March 4th of 2022 at nine o'clock at night, blow the, blow the trumpets like Gideon did. When Gideon went down the mountain, he, they blew the trumpets. They had a glass jar, they had a candle, they broke the glass jar, they had the candle and they blew the trumpet. And when they ran down the hill, 300 of them, 135,000 Midianites all imploded on themselves, killed themselves and they won the victory. And the Bible says, that after Gideon and his army had the victory, there was peace in Israel for 40 years. <laughs> they had 40 years of peace after that victory, the Bible tells us. So we've kind of, you know, uh, you know, kind of copied that to a degree like that. And uh, so Paul, my the kind of my partner in Gideon's army now, was a mentor to me 30 years ago when I first got saved. He does the logo. He does the website. He's terrific. His wife's amazing. And we just had... Uh, we had a meet, uh, uh, gathering down at Cape Cod with Ohio Brett and Revolution.net. We gathered together, Gideon's Army and Re uh, uh, ChristianRevolution.net, and we had 40 people go through the water as a baptism. I mean, it was tremendous. Right down on Cape Cod, right near the Space Force was right over from where we were. And, uh, yeah, we had 40 people get baptized. It was just absolutely amazing stuff. Awesome. I just want to kind of show the website real quick here too. And uh, again, I wanted to turn, also turn everybody to the new Rumble channel. I have it up here too. Um, this is Gideon's Army 17 is what it's called here on Rumble. I think that's the latest one, right? Gideon. Yeah, thank you, sir. That's, yep. Yeah. That's, our, that's our Rumble channel. Appreciate that, Rick. That's awesome. Yeah, so come and, uh, and what we do subscribe daily to this. Is, what's that? Go ahead. That's awesome. Yeah, so what, what do you say you're going to do what on this? No, so daily we come at 9.30, try to do it each day the same time. Because Rumble doesn't do the, like the YouTube, at least they notify a little bit. Rumble doesn't do that. They do it kind of after. But anyways, we do live, a live show every day at 9.30. And we have a prayer list of over 500 people that we pray for. We, you know, we have a, on our website, uh, we have um, people that, um, uh, right on the Gideon's website. If you go at the beginning, go down the top at the beginning of it, Rick. Mm -hmm. We allow if you go up slowly, just kind of go up slowly there. There's three three things people do. They can sign up for what they call Gideon's local. Sorry about that. Further, let's see. Right. No, keep going a little. Yeah, sign up for Gideon's email blast. We have mm -hmm. almost 500 on the email blast, and what mm -hmm. we do that for 
is if there's an emergency surgery, there's somebody that just had an accident, whatever, Paul will we'll get the word, Paul will put out a blast, and I'll tell you a quick testimony. One day there was a somebody in intensive care in Colorado. So what happened was Paul put it out on the email blast, and we had a Gideon's Army member in an ICU unit two hours from the blast praying for this person awesome. that was on death's door and the Lord brought him through. So here's what, and it was during COVID, not, well, during the mask mandate, she walked right in that hospital, got right into the ICU, laid hands on the person, didn't even know the family, but just knew that it was a, you know, a family member and the Lord brought this person through and they were on death's door. I mean, it's just amazing. So the email went out, it went to a lady in Colorado. She jumped in her car. She went to the hospital, got into the hospital, got into the ICU unit, prayed for the person. The Lord brought the person. Just amazing stuff. So we have an email blast that we have almost 500 people on so they can get notifications of prayers, notifications when we do a next event, notice notification if there's some intel that comes through the pipe. And then we have a Bible study every Sunday night from 7 o'clock until 9.15-ish. And people can sign up for there if they want to come. Uh, let's see. Is it right there? There's, we have a Zoom room where some of the guys, where the people meet. Uh, so we have, see the Zoom room. So we have some of the members that will go in and they'll just fellowship. So it's a Zoom room that goes on throughout the day that people can click on and they can get prayer at, like that type of thing. So... You know, Rick, a lot of these stuff, we're growing, we're going, you know, and, uh, you know, so in people we have right now representation, I believe in like, I'm going to guess it's like 47 states and we have um, in, in uh, uh, like six countries where there's members that are actually, that's Jennifer Mack's site. So a lot of all Juan stuff is right there. So you can go on our website. We've got Jennifer Max. So you got Juan's, you know, that, uh, uh, the, the the jackets, Rick, that at the event, you know, the uh, Magador coats, all that stuff is on Jennifer Max. You get the Magador coat, you get the Magador, all Jennifer Max stuff. You know, we help her, she helps us like that. So we have her shop right there for all of Juan's books and all those things are right on our website too, just to help each other. You know what I mean? So That's it's awesome. like it's like uh, people in our seats. Uh, Rick, you're helping each other like that. So that's the Gideon's local right there, and that's where. So you just put your name, your address, you know, whatever information you want. And that's where, you know, I got a call today. Jerry, do we have anybody in Utah? Somebody in Utah needs help. So I call Paul and he lets me know, do we have anybody in Utah? You know, so we're kind of building an army around the country and around the world that identifies as Gideon's army, that we're seekers of truth. We're here to be servants and help each other. And that's kind of, you know, it's growing every day. That's so awesome. So that's kind of what we're doing, and we're just excited to be part of it and be excited to be in this battle and encouraging people to stand on the word of Almighty God, just like you were doing when I showed up on the thing. That is Getting awesome. people to stand on God's word and his promises, because if we stand on the word and the promises of Almighty God, regardless of what happens outside my front door, the best is truly yet to come. No yeah. eye is seen, no ear is heard, it hasn't even entered into the heart of man, the wonderful things that God has for those who love him. So we're just saying, hey, listen, you know, Noah built an ark for a hundred years. He preached to them for a hundred years to get on the ark of safety. 
which was the ark, because that was the safety. And we believe at Gideon's Army, and I know you believe the same thing, Rick, that the only safety for the human being is a personal, intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There's a storm coming. So let's get on the ark of safety. Let's encourage as many people to get in the boat. And Jesus said, rejoice, because your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simple stuff, but, you know, we're complicated as human beings, I guess. Yeah, so so Gideons-Army.com, correct? Gideons-Army.com, and just about everything's right there. Yeah, I appreciate that, Rick. That's awesome. Thank no, you so much. No, I appreciate it. It's going to be awesome to see as, as a bunch of prayer warriors come together, right? So, um, and so we'll, we'll get you uh, on a page on the neighborhood as well. So that we can even Thank get you, more buddy. people on there, so that that'll be that'll be exciting. So, so Jerry, if I just and it's kind of coming back to your your uh, walk, right? So, just tell us a little bit about how you you met Juan O'Savin. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> you know. Listen, right? You know, how did I get to meet you? How did we get to meet? You know, I think Rick. The way I see it, it's divine. You know, this. I see. I see Teresa. I see. Uh, leader i see felicia right how did we how did we come together it's all different stories but i believe rick you know it's divine how we how things happened so in my case it was real simple i uh you know i was listening to him. i've been listening to him for a few years and it was uh he was uh um you know he had the kid by the side of the road so I put, the, I had ordered the book. I was one of the first people to order the book. So excited. And, and he said that he was going to use the book for like holidays. So for Thanksgiving, you could bring the book and bring it to the family's house. It's a big book. Right. So you can put it on the coffee table. I was so excited to do that. And what happened was I ordered the book and, and it didn't come right away. So I'd send a message to say, Hey, you know what? I ordered the book hasn't come, but I'm excited for when it does come. And didn't we know that when Juan set out, they sent out the first mailing, President Trump's picture was on the back and it was clear. So a lot of the books, unfortunately, ended up in the, you know, probably not going where they were supposed to go, whatever the case. So Juan had to resend a lot of books. Anyways. Uh, wow. So what happened was the he... Post, um, post office redelivery based upon that. <laughs> amen. Suppression. Amen. Redelivery is a great way to say it, right? <laughs> yeah. so, and then at Thanksgiving, I said, hey, I didn't get my book yet, blah, blah, blah. And, You'll have it soon, whatever. Then on Christmas morning, I texted the company and said, I mean, emailed the company, said, hey, by the way, I'm going to my family today. Didn't get the book yet. Not complaining, but just letting you know, Massachusetts is a little dry over here. The books <laughs> haven't come through. Within five minutes, I got a message right back on my email. My name is Ron, R-O-N. Send me your contact number. And right away, I sent back. I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm all set. I don't need to talk to anybody. Just letting you know. Five minutes later, the thing came back again. Send me your contact number. <laughs> Once he did it the second time, right in my heart, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I bet you that's one. That was on my heart. He didn't say it was one. All of a sudden, my cell phone rang. And it's like, Jerry, 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 where's Jerry in that voice? And I'm, So it's Christmas morning, and I got a call. And wow. we talked for an hour on the phone that day, and we've been kind of friends ever since. So it's really that simple. But you know what? Evidently, we've been doing shows about Juan in, throughout the month of November, and 
evidently he had got contacted that myself, Prime Minister, and a couple other people were kind of talking about, you know, kind of spreading his message, let's say. So evidently I found out down the road that we were kind of, you know, people were interested in what we were saying. Maybe, I don't know, but at the end of the day, Rick, I believe it was divine that I had the privilege to meet you and Gus. Mm -hmm. I think it's divine that I have the privilege to be here. And I think it was as likely divine that I had the blessing to be able to uh, meet Juan and thank Juan from the bottom of my heart in representation to the people for all of his efforts and all he does for every one of us to encourage us to stay on the word of God, encourages us to, as he always says, you know, uh, take a deep breath. We got this. And that's the message that we try to spread. And he, we were fortunate enough that Juan kind of helped us start Gideon's Army and like that. And uh, we think the world of him. And we're blessed, Rick, that he's become a mentor. He's become a friend. And uh, just blessed for it, Rick. And just great. Yeah, I was just amazed uh, the two times that he was in town on events. Um, I got, you know, my kids by the side of the road and another one signed by him. And he would, sp he would spend like 15, 20 minutes with each person signing like 10 different parts of the book. And he wanted to get to know each person. So very unlike uh, most, you know, people that there's a huge line for would would, uh, you know, maybe spend a minute or two maximum. <laughs> so, but this just a That's very kind man who is in this for the right reasons. I know there's a, it's controversial. He's a controversial figure with the whole JFK Jr. thing and everything. And did, did he, uh, but, but I tell you what, uh, I could just tell he's in this fight for the right reasons. And, uh, so, so do you have any, um, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody mad at me if I didn't say, Hey, well, what's Jerry know about what Juan thinks is going to happen or what does Jerry think is going to happen? You know, what's the timing of this? Uh, that's a, that's a, that's always a, the toughest one, but, but, uh, any, any thoughts? I know, uh, I, we both are on the same page that God's in control. Um, but any, any thoughts on any intriguing things that have happened in, lately in the news or any other things that, you know, based upon your research, uh, where, what would you say to somebody yeah. that just wants some insight? Yeah, it's a great question, Rick. I, I, um, uh, it's thrilling to see the amount of intel that's being dropped either on Telegram, uh, around the different platforms. You see Telegram coming up with some amazing things, the stuff that we're hearing now, even on mainstream media that we're kind of, you know, through the Tucker Carlson's and stuff. So it looks like these things are being dropped, you know, and, um, you know, and I'm going to admit this to everybody is, um, <laughs> you know, one of the first things that I promised Juan that uh, the first day that I spoke to him uh, uh, that I would personally never do, and I've kept my word, is I'd never ask him questions, you know. So I've been blessed to be a friend of his and to kind of in some way be an encourager along the way. I'd send him a prayer like this. So I, that's kind of my role like that. Um, there's times that he'll get things and he'll send it out and then we will send it out on Telegram like that, Rick. Uh, but, you know, um, I, I'm going to testify and admit, even though I, uh, I could call him on the phone today, I, I don't really, I know that he is a key figure in this and that I trust him when he tells me that we're going to be okay. And uh, I believe that. And again, it, it, I'm talking about from a physical thing. 
-hmm. you know, according to God's word, I know we're great like that. And, uh, you know, so, and I think one thing that we're, we have seen in all of this is we have information, we have misinformation, right? And, you know, sometimes you're not sure if it's, you know, true information or misinformation. And so I continually encourage people because we've all had our ups and downs, Rick. We think this day, this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, it didn't happen the way we might've thought it was going to happen, you know, whatever the case. So, uh, you know, I hate to admit that I don't know any more than anybody else does uh, like that. So my heart, my heart feels Rick that we're close, that we're close to some amazing things about to happen. You know, how many times have all of us heard that nothing can stop which is coming. And I think all the signs around us is that event. But I just want to say something that I hear from Juan all the time. He tells us that there is an event. And I think this is very important for Christians to get this too. There's an event that's about to happen that is going to be a near-death experience from America. And we haven't had that yet. But he said, even with that, know that we're in control. Because it's going to look like we're not in control. So, uh, you know, I think that's something people have to be reminded of. And I'm grateful that Juan has set that out for us, Rick, because even with our faith in the Lord and stuff like that, we really, you never really know where you are in faith until you get tested, right? So any of us. So we would think that we would be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to fear not. And, you know, the word says that I'm going to do this. And, you know, some of us are in different places than others. But there's, just, there's an event that's about to happen it's going to bring, well, let me ask you this, Rick, how many times you hear, from, I hear from a lot of spirit-filled people that there's about to be a huge harvest. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the right? great harvest. So there's a huge harvest. Do you think when, when, when any of us here gave our lives to Christ, well, I'll talk about mine. You know, I just didn't wake up one day and say, hey, 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 I think I'm just going to give my life to Jesus today. You know, I had a lot going on in my life when I got saved, right? <laughs> so I think that when there's a harvest, right, the, the indications is there's a big harvest about to come, right? So if there's a big harvest about to come, I would think it's going to match up with the event that's going to happen. Because once the event happens, what happened at 9-11? For two weeks after 9-11, the churches were filled, if we remember, right? Yeah. And then the third week, it was back to normal, right? So that harvest is going to happen because there's something about to happen that's going to shake America up and the people around the world. And Juan describes it as a Cuban missile-like crisis event. He said it on every, most platforms, so that's about around the corner. I would think today we're a lot closer than we were two years ago, that's for sure. Yeah, that is that is interesting. So. I've heard some pretty interesting theories that, around that, but uh, I think just the whole point is, even in Julie Green's more, latest prophetic word, which I read pretty much each day, uh, talked about uh, a lot of death was going to be happening, a lot of people getting sick, and with the with and the cabal's plans of food shortages and taking markets down, taking even grids down. And Amanda's word today, um, and that is that I read today, and and and. That is uh, God's letting the evil one do this to shake us to where people wake up and understand who he is. <laughs> and he's going to show up and show off, I believe, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Rick, let's put it this way, right? Let's, let's say it this way. 
right now in America, and I can speak just in America, Jesus Christ doesn't exist. You know, at least when we were kids, you know, we were, we were all brought up, hey, you don't go to church, you don't live in this house. That's how we grew up. Right. That doesn't even exist anymore, Rick. Yeah. Most people that cross our paths don't know Jesus as Savior. So according to God's word, if people don't know Jesus as Savior, that's not a good thing. No. So, so all I'm saying is, God's got to allow things to happen to shake everybody up, right? Like, and and to to get their attention. And I think that you know we're we're close to that thing, and it's happening. But I just want, you know, this is where I'm grateful for um, our uh, watching Juan. I believe that he's right on. And Juan's message is that e even though these are things are going to happen, um, that at the end of the day, through divine providence, that the good guys are in control. And I think that's important for people to know. I believe now, I'd be dead wrong. Juan may be dead wrong, but I don't think so. Because think of it, let's just say what you just said, right? And I'm not saying anything good or bad. I'm just saying, you know, famines, this, that, and the other thing. God's allowing these things to happen. But to our understanding, there is at least a, uh, there is a, a cabal, as we know. But there's also an alliance that is overseeing this with divine providence, if I could say it that way. So for the people that aren't in the know, this is going to look like the world's about to end. But for us, that we've been grateful to see that there is, that obviously according to God's word, he's in control anyways, but then also that there's a white hat alliance that is overseeing this. I think, Rick, it just puts up, it, it gives us more um I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, that I appreciate what Juan's helped us through in the natural, I guess, is the best way to say it. You know, at the end of the day, I daily tell people to stand on the word and the promises of Almighty God. So if that's the case, whether the white hats are in, in control or not, it really doesn't matter because God himself is in control. But to see that there is another plan, I think, is helpful to those that don't have the faith that you have, Rick, that Gus has, that other people on this channel have, because they say that the events that are about to happen, some people will be so afraid that they'll lose their life. It's, oh, I think all of us here have been called to see in the spiritual, according to God's word, and we're all been able to see in the natural that there is an alliance powers that's kind of more in control than the bad guys is the best way I can explain it. So that has been personally helpful to me to encourage other people that it's not Armageddon that the world, I mean, we know what the Bible teaches. It teaches a rapture. It teaches a seven year tribulation. And Rick, let me just go here for one second is that there's people out there that are propagating things in our movement that don't line up with God's word. 
For right. example, that a thousand years of peace is going to happen tomorrow. Well, scripture doesn't tell us that. You know that, and most people here know the same thing. We had a great you know, harvest so, first. <laughs> what's that? We have a great harvest first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would think so, right? The harvest first, right? And and again, again, we're not to you know back and forth, but you know I believe there's a rapture coming and all that kind of thing's going to happen. There's a seven years of tribulations coming, and then the thousand years, whatever. But again, you know we can agree to disagree. I'm not sure exactly how people you know see it here, but. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm just grateful for Juan that he's uh, helped us see some things behind the scenes that a lot of a lot of national ministries, Rick, and I'm not talking about anybody that you're associated with, that um, they don't they they think Ukraine's the good guy. Yeah, it's just the opposite. They're That's the scary part. That's the scary part. That propaganda. That? Yeah, exactly. So right. the propaganda. Yeah. I mean, I know ministries that know the word of God up and down, but they, they don't see. They don't see um, some of the things that uh, we've been we've heard from the people that have done their research. That's all. So I'm yeah. just blessed to to kind of have an eye to see in the spiritual and kind of see that what's going in the physical is, you know, we all have family members that don't see what we see and they think we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm blessed to, as Juan said, be grateful that we see. So I'm grateful. And I'm awesome. Grateful to awesome. Be here. I want to give a, a couple a chance for a couple of backstage people to ask some questions if you're all right with that, Jerry. So, so love, yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so uh, Felicita, go ahead. So, first of all, <clears throat> it's a pleasure to meet you, if I may say, Mr. Gideon. I love the name that you picked uh, because God wanted a small army because He wanted to take the glory, and I believe that's what He's doing today. I love that the story that you told us about uh, somebody going into the emergency room to pray. Whenever I drive, or uh, I'm usually the driver, but if I'm the passenger, I always pray for ambulances whenever there's an accident. Right. Um, actually, even for people walking that I could see they don't have a car. But um, I love your ministry. I love that you do that. And I definitely want to be a part of, of that kind of like prayer prayer group thing. Looking out for the locals and having somebody step in uh, if it's in their neighborhood, that's really great. Thank you for yeah. doing that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Amen. Amen. All right, G Gus. Hey, Jerry, how you doing, brother? Mm -hmm. Hi, Gus. How you doing, brother? Thank mm -hmm. you for inviting me. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, you bet. I don't know if I really have a question here. Uh, I just had a few points. You made some very good points about telling everybody God's in control. And my deep mind thinks, well, there's, there's a bad side of that, too, because if they think he's in control... They don't have the depth in Christ. They never may never get to the point of belief, right? So in, in a way, the event that's going to take place is a good thing because all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. And it's going to drive people to Christ. Um, and really, ultimately, I was going to say belief in, in God's word is the peace you believe. Uh, I guess the question I had for you, Jerry, was... Um, they had an event in St. Louis at Bardfest, they called it. By any chance, were you there? Because they yeah. had a thing. You weren't? They they blew the shofars and they broke the glass and everything. Oh, wow. Uh, at, at one of the days of that event. And I did see, I don't remember, 
singer. You've got that distinctive voice. If you recall, when I ran into you in Dallas, I said, yeah, yeah. can't mistake that voice. What's going on, brother? We met. is so dynamic. And Rick here, he met you on the other side at a different time. We both came together and talked about how we met you. And we, it was just a godsend. It was a divine appointment. We, wow. we really loved it. Uh, so that was awesome. Okay, question. I got to have a question, right, Rick? What's your next? Do you have any upcoming events that you're going to be at? Yeah, so I think the the next one that I'll be at will be, I believe it's April 1st, and it's going to be in Texas. It's going to be another reckoning event that Chris is having. So he's, um, I think it's right now, it was the 20th. It's right now, I think it's April 1st. So we'll be at that event. And, uh, you know, um, what's that? April Fool's Day. Day. Yeah, Yeah, that's a big day. I I think President Trump talked about that a couple couple times in his last speech. You know, and I know that there's folks out there that read his poems. Uh, one of my favorite is Kellyanne Hub News, and uh, uh, she's terrific. And, you know, she came on the scene, guys, and she didn't know anybody in the movement. The Lord led her to the movement completely, I'm sure, like others. And uh, she's terrific. And it was all spirit-led. And, uh, you know, she's become good friends with Juan, etc., and uh, like that. And uh, she's uh, reads the comms and helps us a lot with the thing. So I'd say, hey, you know, uh, make sure you call Kellyanne so we can find out what that was all about like that. She has a terrific uh, telegram and she's got a, a wonderful, uh, you know, video. Excellent and all decoder that. for sure. She's amazing. And she loves yes, Jesus yes. and she's, uh, you know, right, right uh, in the perfect with the Bible like that. And she's her and her husband, Greg, are terrific people. So blessed to mm-hmm. have gotten to know them in the moment, just like we all have. And, you know, Gus, to your point, too. And even to what Felicia just said, is that, you know, what a heart to when the ambulance goes by that she prays like that for people, that she has the heart of a servant. And that's really the heart of the new birth, right? That she, there she is praying for folks, you know, uh, and to, to be that servant's heart because it's, you know, the Bible tells us the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, it really touched Amen. me when she said she was praying for ambulances. And I think, Gus, to your point, that when what Juan, I think, has helped me personally with, just by listening to him like we all listen to him, and I think many others, is to uh, let us know that they're without Juan's book, without Juan's information, and without knowing what we know, um, None of it would make sense. Right. None of it would make sense. So, in you know, so as you said, people's, let's say there's all the people here, they have faith and they have faith in God's word and we'll be fine. Right. Why? Because we believe we've been through the fires of life. God mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, how many years did Moses, you know, was in the backside of the desert right after leaving Egypt? Many years before the Lord used him 40 years lead the people 40 years mm-hmm. how many years have we been in the kingdom that the Lord has brought us through trial after trial getting us more and more line upon line precept upon precept here a little there a little to get us to believe on him and, and to believe on to believe him at his word there was a thing David Wilkerson wrote David Wilkerson was the big mentor of mine to me because I used to read his newsletter every week, every month mm, uh, from Times Square Church in New York. And he said, there will be a day 
that we will only be able not to believe in what we see or what we feel, but to believe on the written word of God. And we're kind of coming to that day now. I'm like, can you imagine that day? So he's building a company. And as you just said, uh, Gus, when I was on a show with Bo Polony, uh, I was on a Christmas show with him. I meet him. He's very are you kidding me? You guys blew the trumpets. Well, we blew the chauffeurs mm-hmm. on September 24th. The Lord, so the Lord's laying that, Gus, on many people's hearts that are seeking him. And just as I think Felicia just said, so that he gets the glory. Amen. That no flesh will glory in his presence, right? So it's beautiful. And that's why he had Gideon's army as a small group. And as People, I remember the night we're blowing the trumpets. They're like, what's Jerry doing upstairs? He's blowing the what? What has happened? And who <laughs> does he say that's alive? He's telling us that that, is he okay? Is Jerry okay? And that's kind of what we get. But look at the faith that Gideon and his army had to have. Yeah. They didn't They didn't fight that army with a sword or a spear. They had a, a glass with the glass jar with a candle and a trumpet. And that, and they defeated the army. Then Gideon must have said, "Oh my gosh!" But you know, Gideon and his men—they weren't—they just didn't. That wasn't the first fight they were in, Gus. So many of us here have been in many fights, and God's brought us through one after fight because we know that if God says, "Fear not and be of good courage," for I am the Lord your God, and I will never leave you nor forsake you. That's not your first rodeo, Rick's first rodeo, Teresa's first rodeo, or my first rodeo. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have the privilege to stand in the gap for those that faith. You know, Paul says, what did Paul say? Believe, you know, follow me as I follow him. Oh, Christ. Right? Yes. So, and that's where he's raised up us, raised up you, raised up Rick, raised up this ministry, raised up many other ministries for a day just as this, and it's just a privilege to represent his name and comfort those as he has comforted us. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the whole world's gonna need his comfort. The whole world's gonna need his comfort. And instead of us saying, I told you so, we'll say, come on, it's gonna be okay. And Ron said to us, Rick, he said to us, Gus, be grateful that you see and don't take for granted what you see. I thought that was one of the biggest profound statements, Rick, of that whole event. Yeah, it hit man. me because we we forget, Rick. We forget. We take it for granted that we see and we look at others and say, what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's about God's word or about Jesus himself or about the things that we see in the natural. Mm. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. So we have time for one more question and then we're going to get into some prayer for you, Jerry. Uh, so we can get a bunch of prayer warriors uh, uh, here, ma- making sure we're, we're lifting you up and refreshing you before you go back into the battle. Right. I told you Jerry had energy. Uh, so, so Teresa, go ahead. That he does. Awesome. Teresa, you're still yeah. muted. There you go. I think I'm not muted now. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, just, I just wanted to thank you very much because you sound like everything I want to shout. <laughs> and I wow. want to ask you, are there any Gideon's ar- Army people who live in the North Carolina area? You know, I, I don't, you know, it's funny. I'm blessed, Teresa, to have people that, 
you know, Paul and others kind of handle those lists. Um, I'm not sure, but I will absolutely uh, let you know. Uh, I will let you know if there is. I don't know state by state off the top of my head. That's okay. I was just curious because I would love it if there were because we sure need them here. <laughs> well, you know what? Go ahead. You know what happened, Teresa and Rick and, and Gus, was that about a year and a half ago, I was leaving my daughter in the North Shore of Boston, and my car broke down. And I had a Gideon's Army member that was a couple towns over, so I called him. So I just called him to just help me, uh, and uh, and he ended up uh, coming, picking me up, driving me all the way an hour and 15 minutes to my house. I mean, way above and beyond. And then my, my partner, Paul Harris, says, you know what? If that can happen to you in Massachusetts, maybe it can happen. And that's where Gideon's Local started, just from what happened to me, so it could happen to others in other states, Teresa. Okay, that's what I'd like to Beautiful. find out, is how to, how to become a part of something like that. And you know what's funny, is every time we got taken down, I'm like, here we go. You know, we, we were going and we're growing and we're going, and then we got taken down. But you know what? The ones that was really blessed on their heart to follow us, they kept finding us no matter where we popped up. You know what I mean? The numbers are going here. We got thousands of subscribers and then down to zero again. And I'm like, no worry. God's in control. You know, just like Gideon's army went from 32,000 down to 300 like that. So amen, <laughs> Teresa. Thank you for asking. Amen. Thank, Thank you. Amen. Thank you for the question. All right. So, Di, go ahead and uh, I guess we have one more question from England, all the way from England, Di. Hello there. Do you think that we're actually reliving the Bible in, in modern times as we things are happening now? Well, God, I think 100%. You know, how many times have we heard it's biblical? I think 100% in so many ways. You know, in so many ways. Um, just the way... Just the way that people are coming together. Just think of even, and here it is. I wasn't even scheduled to go to the event that I met Rick and Gus at. And at the last minute, you know, cause I have some sickness at the house and I was able to come. And in the last minute, uh, just on that day, a ticket, an $800 plane ticket was sent to me. Uh, the goodness of somebody's heart and said, Jerry, there's a ticket for you. We'll get to Logan airport. And so if I hadn't got there, if I hadn't been able to attend and get to the airport, I never would have met Rick and Gus, and I never would have the privilege to be talking to you tonight. <laughs> so just in the way of things like that, unexplainable things happening, uh, that God's bringing us together and he's finding ways to knit us all together, that in itself, I think, is the divine hand of God. And when my partner, in Paul, that... One of the first things he said to me was, Jerry, who sees what you see where you live? And I said, not many. Not many see the word the way I see it. Well, kind of, a little bit. But most people think the things we talk about is nuts. And uh, and now God brought people from all over the country. We got a, I don't know exactly in England where he is, but we have a member that's very active in our group named Jamie, a wonderful guy, and he's in England. And, you know, he's on our show almost every day and like that. So the way, so that in itself, but I think all of it's kind of lining up the more uh, that we understand biblical prophecy. I would say yes, 100% to that question. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Jerry, we want to make sure there's a bunch of Christian Patriots listening live. A lot of a lot of them will listen to this on a recording as well. So what can all these Christian Patriots pray specifically for you about? Yeah. Um, well, one of the things I see is that uh, we could, you know, pray for unity. Um, pray for unity among the Patriot community. Okay, I see uh story, just one quick thing, is that I started this with Prime Minister. I don't know if you know Prime, but Prime's, uh, you know, he's a wonderful guy. He's like that. We started together, and we had, um, we ended up about 16 months ago going our separate ways. And we just recently came back together live the other day. It was amazing. Awesome. And uh, there was there was some olive branches on both sides. And it really affected people a lot greater than I thought. And I see we think we're seeing that in the Patriot community. And to be honest with you, I'm being 100% honest. I never thought that, I mean, I've always forgiven like that and he's forgiven, but I never thought that it would be the way it was last week live. And that's all the Lord divine like that. And I think, what is what does the devil say? What does Jesus say? You will know my disciples for the love they have for one another. And I think one of the tactics that the devil does, he comes between the love of all of us. So I think, but we're not ignorant of his devices. We know he plays this game. But I think, you know, he breaks families down. He comes at the husband and wife to weaken the home. He does it in the Patriot community. He's doing it everywhere. So I think unity is huge. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, also... You know, I've got stage four cancer in my house. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a long story, but quickly, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, my uh, my ex-wife and I reunited back in 2013. Wow. And then in 2017, yeah, we were, we've been together. You know, we have five children and 11 grandchildren. There's a scripture that says, um, the Lord will restore all that the locust has eaten. And my pastor's wife 30 years ago told me this. And there's been a lot of trials that we've been through. And uh, we have five children and uh, 11 grandchildren. Wow. Uh, I was her second husband and uh, like that. And we actually legally got divorced in 08. But and my mom died in 2013. She asked me to come home, which I did. And we've been together ever since. And in 2017, she came down with cancer. And she's very sick. But I'm blessed to be able to... Um, stand by her side at this time in her life and believe in divine healing etc and uh you know sort of appreciate if you could lift her up her name's paula and uh on paper you know things don't look good but we don't we don't believe in the doctor's report we're going to believe in the report of the lord and there's 16 children that love her dearly so there's a lot going on like that you know so wow um, yeah so that would be great so unity and if you could pray for paula would be terrific Awesome, awesome. So uh, I know Annette from Sweden. We'll give you some worldwide prayers here if you wouldn't mind starting, and then and uh, I'll I'll wrap up. Anybody wants to, to pray in between, that would be great. Annette, you are muted right now. Yes. Uh, hi, Jerry. Hi, <laughs> I'm honored to pray for you. Thank I you am. so much. Really. Yes. Thank you so much. You are a great man for God. Mm -hmm. I hear that. So thank I thank you, Father God, that we can uh, listen to this uh, great 
man, if I can say that, Father God, because he is working for you. And uh, you, um, uh, through Jesus Christ, uh, Jesus, you died for all uh, our sins in our lives. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that um, you love Jerry so much and you are using him as a tool in his life. And uh, we, we are here to lift uh, him, I mean, to uh, lift him up before you, God. And uh, we ask you that you bless him abundantly uh, um, and uh, his uh, family. And we ask you that you will protect him with the warrior angels that you have, Father, uh, to watch over him and to also um, watch over his family. And we also lift up his uh, ex-wife or wife. I'm sorry, I, I didn't uh, recognize what you said, but we, we lift up this uh, woman who has cancer. But in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that cancer is not it's not going to be there for the God because you are going to heal her. She is going to be healed through Jesus Christ and through Jesus stripes, she is healed. So we just in the mighty name of Jesus, we just say no to that cancer. No, Father God, to that cancer. And we ask you, Father God, that you will heal her, restore her body you, completely Jesus. in all of her system. You mm. will cleanse out and you will heal her, Father, so she will be used by you, God. Yes, and we thank you for Jerry once more, once more, that you will bless him thank and you, his Lord. family, his thank children, you, and everything in his life. And you will give him your wisdom and guidance and uh, knowledge, understanding, insight, and uh, help him to be strong, strong uh, in his faith to keep on what he's doing for you, God. Lead him and guide him, Holy Spirit. Fill him with that fire that he has thank you, thank you, Lord. inside. God, we thank you and we praise you for this special man that you have ordained for this time. And thank we you, thank you that you will continue to use him for your glory, God. Yes, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, thank amen. you. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful, Annette, thank you so much. Beautiful, beautiful. Such a privilege to get to meet you. And thank you for that beautiful prayer. Fantastic. All right. Thank You're you welcome. so much. You might have thank a you. couple of quick other quick prayers, maybe. Anybody else like to lift, yeah. lift Jerry up? Father God, I come before you uh, praying for Paula, oh God. Um, I thank you so much that you brought this couple back together on whatever level, oh Lord. That's the way it's supposed to be. Even yes. if we fall off the wagon that I, I really believe marriage should, they should still be best friends considering there are about 11 children. 
uh, 16 children that love her, Lord, um, that are probably praying for her and just rooting for her. Uh, I speak long life to her, God, healing, you, deliverance. Uh, bring her closer to your bosom, oh God, in Jesus' name. Be thou glorified in her life and continue to be so in the life of Jerry Foley. Bless him, oh Lord, as he is a blessing to the community in Thank Jesus' you, name. May Thank this you. community be blessed greatly, grow, and may we be a Gideon's army across the United States Amen. and uh, coming to the rescue for each other. This is wonderful. Thank you for this Amen. ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Thank you, Felice. Beautiful, Amen. Felice. Thank you so much. Wow. Holy Amen. smokes. Linda, go ahead. Hey, Father, Jesus, name, lift up Jerry to you. Um, please protect him and all he does, everywhere he goes. Especially, I command that cancer be gone in Jesus' my name. He, she's healed right now. I say it right now. I know feels to have a loved one with cancer. I pray that his wife is completely healed from that nasty rotten killer disease. I command this Jesus on my name. Amen. 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 Linda. Thank you, Linda. Thank Welcome. you, Linda. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Welcome. Wow. Any what other one? Anybody else like to pray? Right? Beautiful. <laughs> wow. Guys, go ahead, guys. Abba Father, I want to lift up my brother Jerry, Lord, and I'm reminded of Solomon when he asked what he wanted. He asked for wisdom. Jerry didn't ask for anything for himself, Lord. He asked for unity in your body. Pray, right, Lord, that you acknowledge that. And we pray for Paula right now. And I want to ask everyone in the sound of my voice, Lord, because the heart is the procreative organ for faith and prayers. It's the circumcision of the heart. And Lord, you were moved by compassion when you pray for people. So I ask everyone, just for a moment, to unite with me in this prayer for Paula. To think of her as she is your wife, or your sister, or your mother, or your daughter, or someone that you love that's close to you, because we're called to love God and love each other. And Lord, I ask you, with faith, as you've instructed us to do, to pray for one another. Yes. Wherever two or more are gathered together, you're there in the midst. So we know you're here now, Lord. Yes. What reason would it be, Lord, that, that she would not be healed, Lord? Because we ask to do this, not for us, but for your glory, Lord. And you're the author and finisher of our faith, Lord. And I pray that everyone on the sound of my voice, when they hear that she's healed, their faith will be built strong. Just because you're leading and guiding this prayer in me right now. Yes. So we pray Thank for you, Jerry. We pray for the ministry. Thank you, Lord. Bless his ministry, Lord. I pray that we get opportunities to work together. Yes, combine Lord. forces and unite for, for your good and for your cause and for your glory, Lord. We pray this in the mighty name above all names, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you. Amen. Wow. Wow. Man, I know we're a little Thank bit of beautiful, brother. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I know we're a little over. You know, time, just but I, but go ahead. I, go, go ahead. I know, so, so, so I'm just going to lift you up one more time. Um, Heavenly Father, brother. just thank you so much. I agree with all these prayers. 
uh, Lord, and, and, this, and the unity. Uh, uh, we, we command that in the mighty name of Jesus, just like Linda prayed. The name above all names, and by the blood he shed, by that blood in, in his name, by that power and authority, we ask for this unity to come throughout the patriot community, Lord. More people come to know who you really are, Lord, and turn their lives to you. Lord, and we do. We command that the cancer is just a name and nothing. That's nothing compared to the name above all names of Jesus. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Jireh. He can take care of everything, Lord. And right now, we're looking so forward to see that healing come forth that Linda and, and Gus and many others just prayed for. Thank you, Lord, by the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, we pray and we thank for blessing on um, Jerry in a, in a special way. Amplify his voice like never before. And right now, the from Acts three twenty, it talks about the times are refreshing. I thought for that Holy Spirit to come across him and Paula, and and they just completely come across them. They sleep incredible tonight. Wake up with the joy of the Lord like never before. Lord, allow that holy refreshing Spirit to just allow them to have more energy than energy. It's all it's almost hard to imagine, Lord, with Jerry with more energy, but give him more energy than he even has now. We say these in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. Amen. Well, thank, thank you, Jerry. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. What a great, what a great setup this is. Beautiful. Wow, we, amazing with these wonderful people, Rick, you and Gus. What a tremendous time I've had. Thank you so much, all you that are here. What a terrific show. I've never been on something like this, and you guys have a fantastic, this should be copied by everybody. You've got <laughs> wonderful folks that love God. You've got a great setup here. What a terrific job, and it was my honor to be here with every one of you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, from the beautiful prayers to the participation of Rick and Gus. It was a joy for me to be here. Thank you for inviting me, both of you, and all of you that were here tonight. Yeah, it's a joy to have you, Jerry. And with it, with this, guys, we're gonna move to backstage. Where we're gonna have Bible studies and other other events. We have events after after our show every single night. We'd love to have you backstage to be able to pray with us. And you don't even have to have your camera on if you don't want to. But it's really being part of the ministry. Join that at blessedteach.com. Blessed with the number two teach.com. Go to the backstage tab. That's where you'll get the free show notes. This is a free show, but this gets deeper into the ministry. We'd love to have you backstage. And uh, Jerry, I'd like everybody to, to unmute backstage and just say goodbye to Jerry. And we are uh, Hi, Jerry. God bless. wrapping this up. Bye. Now. We love you, Jerry. Thank, Thank you. Jerry. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Hey, Jerry. Thank you, everybody. Maybe Jerry, uh, just before I go, before I uh, put the closing here, uh, if you wouldn't mind, maybe just uh, just one more word for the people. The last words for the people. You know, um, we have spouses, we have family members that don't see things the way we see things. You know, even Paula, you know, she saved because she said the sinner's prayer with me probably a hundred times. But anyways, um, you know, she still takes the chemotherapy because she went with the doctor, you know, uh, and she does what the doctors tell her. We have loved ones that are still don't see what we see, right? So right. with through it all, you know, if we don't give up, if we don't give up, one of my favorite scriptures is Tom. 3419 beautiful if we stand on it many of the afflictions of the righteous but the lord 
delivers him out of all of his troubles. So whatever we're going through, whatever you're going through, remember, stand on that word, the beautiful Psalm 34, but that specific word, no matter what you're going through, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of all of their troubles. Just a great word, and I stand on it many times in my life over all these years, and that's one of the reasons I still sit here today, because he's brought me out of trouble after trouble after trouble after trouble, and if he did it for me, he'll do it for all of you. Awesome. Beautiful. Man. Beautiful. Love you all. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jerry. Bye, brother. All right, guys. Bye, we're going to wrap it up there. God bless. Thank you guys so much. Hey, we're going to say uh, you guys are now empowered to go share truth. Let's go do that. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon. <laughs>